0: The Admissions Club was created as a soft place to land for students and families going through what can be a particularly stressful time in one's life, the college admissions journey. Hi, I'm your host, Elizabeth West. This podcast will feature inside information from my 10 years of college admissions experience and 25 years in higher education. Episodes are sprinkled with 80s nostalgia to connect with your students during that turbulent time we all experienced. We will learn together in fun and engaging conversations with guests who are key players in higher education and admissions, or they could be someone just like you going through the process of admissions. Whether you're a brain, an athlete, a basket case, a princess, or a criminal, there's a spot for you in the admissions club. Welcome back to the admissions club podcast. Today's episode is called faithfully. And what in the heck does faithfully have to do with college? And I'm going to tell you. So uh, I I just read an article from Inside Higher Ed this morning, and I wanted to talk about it because it basically centers on everything that I strongly believe in when it comes to higher ed. So you never truly leave college. I, I don't know if anybody who had a good college experience says that. After four years, you you forget where you came from. You know, I think it's one of those things that is deeply ingrained in you. It's basically four years incubation of growth into an adult, right? So what we're talking about today, basically alumni and faculty and students helping out a small regional college in upstate New York And this really resonated with me because I am a product of a small regional college in upstate New York. So SUNY Oswego is the college that we're talking about, and it is a regional state university in upstate New York. It it has had declining enrollment for a few years now. And um, what they did to increase their enrollment is they enlisted alumni, faculty, staff, and students to help recruit those admitted students, to get people to enroll, to increase their yield. So one of their famous alumni, Al Roker, was enlisted, and he said, every day I use what I learned at SUNY Oswego. So you've got to think about it. You've got to think about people and their pathways and how Oswego informed his pathway, and so much so that he uses what he learned every day. And so he wasn't the only person that chimed in to help. Lots of people talked about their experiences at SUNY Oswego, and these experiences actually helped change the outlook of their admissions. Admissions are going up in terms of people enrolling. So I asked myself, what could I do for my alma mater, SUNY Potsdam? And I want to share a letter that I wrote in just, I hope I, I hope I will send it, but I sent it in light of this article. And what the heck would I tell an admitted student to SUNY Potsdam to help them make their decision? So here we go. Dear admitted student. You have a lot on your plate now and things are moving fast and you have a lot of decisions to make. I want you to set aside what you think other people want you to do and focus on where you felt comfortable and safe on a college tour. Which college on your list made you feel like someone and like you were at home there? I have to admit, I didn't even want to visit SUNY Potsdam. I hadn't heard anything about the college, and it was way up there in the North Country in New York State. I wanted to be a journalist, so I wanted to go to school where they had a journalism degree and a relatively large city. I relented because my parents insisted I go on the campus tour. While on the tour... I was charmed by all that Potsdam had to offer. It quickly became my first choice, even at that first meeting. Why? Because I felt like I belonged there. 31 years later, I can tell you I have no regrets. I absolutely loved my years at Potsdam for these reasons. Potsdam gave me a number of gifts, Potsdam gave me the gift of confidence. I was an unsure 18-year-old, but had a lot of goals for myself. I was driven, and I was going to be the next Barbara Walters or Katie Couric, so I wanted to study journalism. When I found out there was no journalism degree, I joined the campus newspaper and learned to hone my writing skills in my English major. I also became... A major in political science because I felt like journalists need to know about government and politics as well as interviewing celebrities. I couldn't have asked for a better support system, so the second gift is support. From the campus president who became like my second father to my professors and my lifelong friends, some of the most difficult aspects of college were soothed by the people who supported me. And then the third gift were the opportunities that I had at SUNY Potsdam. Now, I'm not saying that I would not have had these opportunities anywhere else, but you have to understand I had never been on a plane before I went on a term abroad to London when I was 20 years old. It was a complete culture shock, and I was so lonely. Dr. Kelsey Harder, an esteemed professor of English at Potsdam and an editor of the Random House Dictionary, was one of my professors, and he wrote me several times throughout my term abroad with hilarious stories about famous authors he knew and their times they had in London. They were not all PG times, which were hilarious. I could have had this experience at other colleges, perhaps, but it would not have been the same. Potsdam was the perfect fit for me, even though I almost didn't go there. My advice to you? Open up your horizons. Think about what is best for you, and not the sweatshirt you are going to wear, or not the people who will be impressed with your running list of acceptances. Four years is a long time to be miserable. Find your place where you belong, whether it's a big name school or the tiniest of regional colleges in our country that no one has heard of. You write your own future. And there is a quote by Albert Einstein that says, there comes a point in your life when you need to stop reading other people's books and write your own. I think that that's important and I really hope that I send that letter to Potsdam because this, although it seems like a letter, a love letter to Potsdam, it's not only a love letter to Potsdam, but it is a love letter to colleges that may be overlooked because you feel like you need to go to that college that is impressive, that people have heard of, that people have Uh, wear the t-shirts and wear the hats and have the big football stadium. I get it. And I am very impressed with those schools too. I can't say that I'm not impressed when I hear students get admitted to Ivy League schools um, or large flagship universities. Absolutely. It is a wonderful accomplishment. But I think what's more important than that is that you find the place where you can grow and you can build your own story. And so I got to tell you, it was very different in the time that I went to college where people didn't apply to a million schools and it wasn't such a competitive aspect of admissions. Obviously, there were always Ivy League schools, but when you get into some of the flagship schools or the larger state universities, they weren't as difficult to get into as they are right now. So, would I have been as happy if if I had gone to a school that was very large? Absolutely not, because as an unsure 18-year-old, I wouldn't have gotten to know my professors and received the support that I received because you can have classes upwards of 300 students per class. And for me, that was not going to work. I needed to be known and I needed to know my professor. So I think that the people who fit at some of those larger campuses and universities are those students who have a good degree of confidence going into those schools that are more independent, that they don't mind that they don't have maybe the active support or the hands-on support of their professors. So I think it's a whole different culture. But what I needed was different than what other students needed. And perhaps maybe you need the different aspects that I'm talking about. So in this episode, when I talk about faithfully, I want you to look back on your academic years at college, and I want you to be able to say, I am faithfully devoted to that college or university, and I would do whatever 30 years from now, 50 years from now, 100 years from now, to ensure that that college or university is thriving and still doing well. So you've convinced me. I think I'm going to send that letter today. And I want to thank my small regional university for helping me become the person that I was today. Let me know what you think respond to this episode. Let me know your thoughts and feelings. And I am absolutely a fan of larger colleges and universities. I got my graduate degree at a very large college in North Carolina, Charlotte. So give a shout out to Charlotte. But I just want students to understand that maybe at the time that you are going to college for the first time, that it may not be a good fit for you. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please let me know how you are feeling about my opinions, and uh, we will see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Admissions Club podcast. Be sure to check out our admissions club playlist on Spotify for all of those Gen X vibes. If you're looking for one-on-one coaching on the college admissions process, my company EWC Consulting can help. Email me at elizabeth at ncewc.com. Check out our website at ncewc.com or follow us on Facebook at NCEWC. All of those links are in the show notes. Invite your friends to join the club. Be sure to subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Can't wait to see you in our next episode.